You're listening to Boy Podcast. It is June 2017. We're going to do what I was talking about in the last episode, the episode we were talking about the Bloit City logo, Matt Nemitz and Tracy Bliss. We uh, got to interview them in that episode. I mentioned that we would kind of talk about all the stuff I've done in the last two years. Crazy last two years since I started the Bloit Podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> sitting here with my significant other, Ashley Ramsey. Hello. So we're going to uh, kind of go over pretty much the highlights. Kind of give you guys um, a reintroduction to the Bloit Podcast, what it's all about, and throw in there a little history of um, what I've done for the last two years since starting the Bloit Podcast, which has been... I don't know. It's been more than uh, an experience. It's been a series of many great experiences. That's this podcast, and uh, let's let's start. It was what was it? Uh, 2015, early 2015. It was uh, February 2015. I was sitting right where I am right now. I think with a notepad, probably. I think maybe or something. And I got the idea for doing my own podcast after listening to. A bunch of other podcasts for a long time. I've been a podcaster. Mm-hmm. So I like listening to mostly educational content through earphones, earbuds, while I'm doing other stuff, usually uh, working on things or whenever I have free time, podcasting. It's, it was a revolution for me. You were like, oh, great, something like that didn't Keep, notice keeps right busy. keeps me yeah it does so it keeps me occupied and i get to learn something while i'm usually staying productive and that's uh something about podcasting that really it got my gears turning and i said hey uh, this is something that could be really uh useful beneficial just something good for beloit mm-hmm. uh considering there's so much history here there's so much that goes on on a day-to-day basis that uh, people don't have enough access to information about. We're also uh, this week talking to uh, Chris and Steve of Matube about local government city council. So the Beloit podcast, that's really what I wanted to do was cover Beloit's people and places, past, present, and future. And the future part's a little talking about tomorrow and potential things that we could do which is uh important right? right that's what the beloit podcast is about kind of doing an educational thing for beloit because that's really what i like uh, as i said uh, the educational stuff in my educational pursuit i get to meet all kinds of people interview people i've interviewed recently the graphic design artist from beloit but i've got to interview city council people just people from beloit who have interesting original personal stories to share Uh, I'm looking at our SoundCloud page. I did one on the New Madrid Seismic Zone, which I don't know who else would do a podcast on that for Beloit, but me. So I did that. All kinds of odd topics related to Beloit. That's what I'm getting at. You've come a long way since recording those podcasts. Right. That's where it started, though. That that was the, the drive to talk about Beloit and the many great things that relate to Beloit that uh, do not get enough exposure, enough spotlight. As I've said a lot of times, uh, I think that's the best way to 
so I had a lot of spotlight. So 2015, I started doing this around, I think it was February, by August, the first highlight, August, Beloit Daily News. I got the interview with Whitney Helm from the Beloit Daily News, and that was after five to six months of podcasting. I believe I might have done 30 episodes at that point. Five to six months of podcasting from February to August, right? So Beloit Daily News uh, interview with Whitney Helm, that's five to six it was like five months after I started the podcast and I brought my digital mic when I interview people with, uh, I got to kind of record the interview with Whitney as a podcast. And I think after that, I might've done a, a couple more podcasts, but it wasn't much longer. It was about a month later. I was volunteering at Janesville Community Radio. And that was actually an interview that got me to Janesville Community Radio. I did my Google search for podcast and I believe Beloit. I searched Beloit and podcast, Rock County and podcast. Well, uh, nothing really came up. This one podcast, OMP Radio, the Open Mic podcast with Chad Sheridan and Andy Anderson. The Open Mic? No, Open Mic Podcast. You would be, they would have to correct you on that, and I'm sure that you know they would. Uh, but that's another episode. So those guys, I went up there to interview them, right? Anyways, I went up there, I brought my microphone, I think they were doing the Friday shows, 8 to 9 p.m. on 103.5 FM, Janesville Community Radio, and... So I sat there for two hours that night. They did a one-hour live, and then they kind of, I think they might have played some music uh, on the FM while they did podcast recording in the second hour or something like that. So I stayed, and we did a show for almost, I think it was a two-hour show. They ended up putting it out on their uh, podcast streams, which is, I believe, ompradio.com. I share them in the Beloit alternative community on Facebook. So that's how I got to Janesville Community Radio. I went there, had this fun interview, talked to these guys about what I do with the Bloit podcast, had some laughs, a couple laughs. I remember I actually have the podcast is out there. So laughs can be proved to have been had, which is funny. And after that interview, I ended up volunteering there. And I think my first voluntary action or my volunteer opportunity was an opportunity to do the morning show, which was the WADR morning show. That was a fun, fun experience, a huge experience for some Beloit podcast guy. If you go to my Facebook page, I am <clears throat> just some guy from Beloit, right? Right. That's right. And some guy from Beloit who also got to grow up for a few years I spent in Janesville, too. Part of my background is I got to grow up in some of the surrounding cities, and I went to some of the schools in Janesville. I have a lot of memories up there as well as in Beloit. So some guy from Beloit got to go be the morning show guy on an FM radio station for five days a week, two hours every morning. And I did that for almost two years, almost two years, until January. I wrote January of 2017. That's about brought us up to today but um, while I was at WADR I got to interview people to bring in the community and all the different guests that I got to bring in all the different volunteers I got to work with organizations I got to uh, probably too many to list yeah let's go over like what were what ones stand out to you because you got to deal with the uh 
the whole thing. You got to <laughs> ride with me all the time and uh, oh, the kids and everything. So, Bernie Sanders' wife. Bernie Sanders' wife, Jane Sanders. Mm-hmm. How nervous was I? Just a little. You had it. Still nervous? I'm still nervous. Yeah. And Ron Johnson multiple times. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever said this uh, live on the air or like anywhere, but I actually did multiple Ron Johnson interviews in my vehicle. Like, I think I did one of them on my lunch break at work mm-hmm. in a in a moving truck mm-hmm. with my recorder and a cell phone and got back to work. A great 15-minute interview on my lunch break. And another time I was interviewing him, uh, I think we didn't have anywhere quiet in the house because we got four amazing little girls. And so I needed somewhere quiet and there was nowhere in the house. So I went to our truck and that that was it. I recorded a Ron Johnson interview in the truck. So Jane Sanders, Ron Johnson, regardless of people's uh, political ideologies, right. those are those interviews will make pretty much anybody a little nervous, I think. I don't know. But some guy from Beloit got to do that. And <laughs> I uh, also got to interview all kinds of other people. I think uh, people from Beloit that really stand out, Tara Tinder. I got to interview... Uh, David Zimdars from the Beloit Voluntary Action Center uh, before it closed. I got to interview Representative Mark Spritzer, uh, I believe, uh, a couple times. Yes, Ellen Weigand. And Susan Picking. Susan Picking. Uh, yeah, the girls, our girls got to sing with Susan Picking. We had music from Beloit come up. All kinds of musicians, uh, Earth to Clark. Johnny Dreadlocks, Rich Porter. Yeah, I mean, we worked with and got. I got to interview all kinds of people. When I started the Bloy Podcast, one of my episodes was on the eight forms of capital. And I was like, hey, I'm going to try to focus on every one of these except for financial capital. And uh, I got a lot of them in the last two years. I got a lot of experiential capital. Definitely boosted the spiritual capital. Social capital's not doing too bad. You have a lot of Janesville people, too. Janesville people. Sam Liber, uh talk about city council people. Uh, Jens Jorgensen, uh, both guys, multiple times. Just regular people from the community. I had Hathaway. Tom Hathaway, Tom the Awesome Mailman, <laughs> Billy Bob Gron. I met so many people in Janesville. One of the Humane Society you guys worked with a few times. Humane Society, Friends of Noah, also Renee Boo down at the Hedberg Public Library. So many people. The the one that I was gonna say that still stands out, Miss Karen Schulte, my former assistant principal, right? Assistant principal, yeah. From middle school. Volunteers at the station. I got to not only work with other volunteers, but uh, we created other shows, created yeah, events, did the WADR block party. We did a comedy show where we had nine comedians, local comedians, Vicki Lynn, Des Miller, Alex Savant, all kinds of great comedians. We did a handful of events, which I've never done event planning. Uh, being a volunteer, it was that was my first experience, and I still think we had success with all of them they were fun events anyone who went to any of our events even if the numbers weren't huge people always went and had a good time 
landing. Tasteful Janesville, yeah. We had a bunch of uh, local food vendors from Janesville show up and also some live music. Just so much uh, fun and good times up at WADR. And I left WADR about January and we decided to do this, uh, the Vivi Media, Vivi Radio. I couldn't come up with a name for what it was that I wanted to do. I wanted to get back into the Bloy podcast, but I wanted to also promote other local podcasters and kind of do an online radio station for Beloit, kind of get Beloit some alternative media because this great city could use all kinds of stuff like that, right? Right? So Vivi Media, we filed for the LLC, started a business, and now here we have a media business, a whole new uh, whole new chapter starting basically, right? In fact, uh, the the word Vivi means alive, to life. Life, living. Life, living, living yes. Yeah. And uh, as a little girl, she has a rare syndrome. Genetic disorder. A genetic disorder, Prader-Willi syndrome. We know she has a certain genetic disorder, and the characteristics of the syndrome are obsessive-compulsive disorder, obsessing over foods and uh, an endless appetite. Right. The part of your brain that controls hunger leaves her feeling starving. She has a deleted chromosome. That That's what the issue, what it so really is. The biggest issue is them overeating themselves to death. Knowing this and putting a lot of what's amazing about our daughter into the what we also feel about Beloit is that there is a strong resilience, a strong ability to overcome. And that's kind of, to me, it really, it felt really good to say, uh, Vivi Media, it's it's a great idea, even if we don't succeed with it. Just like the Beloit podcast, about two and a half years ago, if you would have done a Google search on the terms Beloit and podcast, you would have got nothing. And I, I know because I did it. And it was, it didn't happen. So it was really simple almost too simple, uh, the ability to do something really simple and overcome huge odds, uh, those opportunities are, in my opinion, there's a lot of those opportunities today. Uh, Technology and podcasting alone, to me, really is what 20 years ago or more you couldn't do. It's what people can do to communicate in our leisure, to educate ourselves in our leisure, or to do things that really a community could find useful communicating issues that maybe city council doesn't have uh, all of the capacity to to occupy it's not possible to do all the things that a community of 35 to 37,000 people it's just not possible to get all those people to get every function and service and idea concept discussed before the next city council meeting and one of the luxuries we have today with technology is the ability to communicate through simple things like podcasting. Uh, being a podcaster, that was it for me. I I, uh, I thought, hey, I'm going to be that some guy from Beloit who's going to occasionally sit behind a microphone with someone at the other end of it and get some conversations. I don't get a lot of responses a lot of the times other than... I. The people that I interview are always happy to get extra exposure on a story or a topic. Uh, It's always appreciated, and I always appreciate working with someone because it's always educational for me. So what am I getting at? You know what I'm getting at with all of this? Podcasting. 
hopefully, you know, if you're listening, uh, you might be a podcaster yourself. One of those people who listen to podcasts quite often. Definitely not, but I don't mind joining in. And you know. Definitely takes some getting used to, which you can tell from your earlier episodes until you're yeah, those, newer. Those earlier episodes are now not available at SoundCloud.com. <laughs> <laughs> but I will uh, re-edit some of those and put them back up as a best of or something at some point soon, hopefully. Yeah, you got some good interviews. We had a lot of good interviews in the first six months of the Bloy podcast before I made it up to WADR. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, here we are. It's halfway through 2017. We're going to do Vivi Media. We have uh, other people that want to do talk shows, that want to do podcasts, that want to uh, get exposure, work on local events. We're going to work on uh, media, online radio for Beloit. So that's what's in the future, past, present, and future. My dad made it. So uh, we have a new podcast, Chris. It's uh, my radio. It's politics. But no one's telling Well, that's why you're here. Sorry, we had to kidnap you. Oh. Yeah, but we're... we're... There will be no ice cream bars. No, sorry. Yeah, uh, we're, we're a huge political podcast, but it's not like all those other ones you hear. There's so many people out there that have so many podcasts about politics. There's one and complain all the time about how the other side's wrong. Yeah, you know what I like about us? What? What's that? What do you like about us? We are not beholden to any. No, we have our own voice and our own ideas, and we can say whatever we want. The assumption that because I don't like this guy, I'm Democrat side. I don't have to like any of them. Nope, we don't like any of them. And unlike those whining, crying people on radio, you're not going to hear that with us. You're going to hear funny, hopefully. We're not going to say we're funny because, well, sometimes we're not. We're kind of boring. Uh, But sometimes we're funny. You're not going to hear us complaining and whining about the other side. You know what we're They did it first. No. No. They won't hear that either. So I like those other radio shows. If you, if you listen to the, my radio, this is going to be one of the best podcasts ever, and it's going to be funny, right? And informative? Knock down, drag out, Do I dare say slapdashery? Slapdashery. Much, much slapdashery. 